Welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Cale Boer. I'm the teaching pastor at the Delaware campus. And uh, this past Sunday, we continued on in our series we're calling Exiles. We're looking at the life, uh, really, of Daniel and then also his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And that's where we were this past Sunday. And where we're at in the Drivecast uh, today is in Daniel chapter 3. And uh, specifically this section where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, answer the king after the king has commanded everybody in, the, in Babylon, all the uh, government officials of whom Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are, are three, uh, to bow down to this golden statue that he has created. So King Nebuchadnezzar sets up this golden statue in Babylon, brings together all his government officials and says, all of you, when the music plays, you all have to bow down and worship it uh, in this sort of act of solidarity, right? Uh, Bring the kingdom together. Uh, And there are at least three that do not. And that's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They refuse to bow uh, because that would be Uh, disobeying uh, God, right? The first commandment is you shall have no other gods before me. The second is no uh, carved images. And so uh, they say, Lord, we're not going to do that. Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, we're not going to do that. Well, uh, some of the astrologers, some of the uh, Chaldeans who do not like the Jewish people, they've come to Nebuchadnezzar and they've said, you know, King Nebuchadnezzar, you made this decree. And I don't know if you noticed, but those three Jewish guys, right, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't bow to you. And you've placed them in high positions in Babylon. And they pay no attention to you. They don't worship your gods. They're basically what they're saying is they're a threat to you and to the kingdom. King Nebuchadnezzar uh, goes into a rage and he calls Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in and he tells them, I'm going to give you one more chance, right? If you guys are willing to bow down, great. If not, you're going to be thrown into the burning fiery furnace, right? Uh, it's, It's bow or die. And this is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's response. I want to read it to you here in verses 16, 17, and 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, We have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. What a response. What a response. And if you know the rest of the story, Nebuchadnezzar is filled with rage. He throws them in the furnace, and yet this fourth person is in the fire with them, and they're unharmed. And the fourth person looks like what's called the son of the gods, right? And some people say it's the pre-incarnate Jesus. Others say it's an angel of the Lord. Uh, I don't know if it, it matters particularly. The point is God intervenes, and he delivers them. But I want to I hone in on their response and just how I think that really should should challenge us. They they don't know at that moment whether God is going to deliver them or not. They say that. They say, we believe God will, right? He's able to deliver us and he will deliver us out of your hand. But if not, we recognize, right, from an earthly perspective, we don't always get the deliverance that we want. We have gotten our heavenly, spiritual, eternal deliverance. All of us have through Christ. Jesus has delivered us from hell. He's delivered us from the ultimate fiery furnace, right? But sometimes the earthly deliverance that we want, the way we want it, doesn't always come. And so they recognize that tension, but they say, no matter what happens, we're not going to disobey God. We're not going to obey you. We have to obey God, not you. And I just want all of us to take a moment today and, and think through now 
Lord, is, is that true of me? Have I prioritized you in such a way? Are you so valuable to me, Jesus? Do I love you first in such a way that if I were brought to that moment, that would be my answer as well? And listen, does God give grace for those moments? Absolutely. Does he show up and walk with us through those? Absolutely. He is with us. And I think we have a responsibility to think through today, right? Lord, when when that moment of trial comes, I want to decide now who I'm going to serve. Choose now, the Joshua said to the people of Israel, choose now, choose today whom you will serve. May it be said of us that we say we are going to serve the Lord God and him alone. I want to, I'm going to pray for you here in a moment. And then I want to take, I want to encourage you to take some time to pray. And I want you to pray in two different ways. One, I want you to pray for yourself and for your own heart to just say, Lord, may this be true of me. Help me to value you above all else and give me courage, right? Help me to prioritize you and give me the courage to stand up against sometimes the flow of culture that says I'm supposed to put something else before you. Help me to say, no, I will not do that for the glory of God. And then I want you to pray for maybe a couple other people in your life who are brothers and sisters in Christ, who you know are just going through a a difficult time or difficult season. Maybe it's in the workplace. Maybe it's in the family where they're getting a lot of pressure to compromise. Our our devotional today, our team, uh, Next Steps team who wrote that, they they pointed this out. And I just thought it was great. Not something I caught. They said, you know, uh, the guys in this story, they have each other. They also have Daniel. It's been exhibited that those four, they have a, a great community and, and we, need to, we need that as well. And so let's pray for brothers and sisters in Christ who we know are maybe struggling under pressure right now that God would give them, give them grace. So let me, uh, let me pray for you. Father, I pray for everybody who's listening right now that Lord, you would help them uh, today to choose you. Uh, God, uh, to choose to put you first to prioritize you, and that, Lord, as we do that, as we say Christ first in my life in all things, uh, that, God, that would then show up in, in the, show up in those moments of trial. Uh, Father, that those trials would reveal uh, our priorities, that we have put you first. Give us grace. Uh, Lord, give us grace upon grace. We need your help. Uh, Lord, we love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take some time now to pray uh, for yourself and also to pray for whoever the Lord has brought to mind, just some brothers and sisters in Christ that you can be praying for, for them as well.